I think I'd be a good model. I was just sitting there. I was like, what the? He's got to be seeing this. What is he doing? Is he just sitting there going? (laughs) I'm just looking at like, guess what? Fuck you today. Just today. Fuck you. I'm just not, I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer. I'm I'm not going to answer your chat. I'm singing Pearl Jam right now. Give me some time. (sighs) Meeting flows. My flies arrive like Welcome to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. The least helpful self-help podcast. Here are your hosts, Paul Armstrong and Jeremy Fuchsa. How was your week? Uh, I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear what's. Uh, uh, we, we started been... last week with job search. Let's keep going with that. Uh, well, yeah, we can. We can. We can keep talking job search. I just. So... I mean, I just want to see if it's searching or you're negotiating at this point um well you know i mean so so to catch everybody else up you know the at the last time we last time we talked i had an interview coming up i had the interview with the design test uh they said that hey thanks you know it'll be at least two weeks before you hear anything back from us uh that's just the way we roll and i was like cool you know, didn't really, uh, didn't really expect anything. And then, um, Monday, yeah, Monday, uh, I had, I had another interview, uh, was, was less excited about, about that interview, went to it and I was like, yeah, this is, you know, whatever. Um, and then by the time I got home, I had a job offer from the Friday interview. So yeah, which, you know, which that's a good sign. Really, really floored me because you know they said two weeks, and it took you know basically half a business day. So um, that was cool. Uh, I I accepted the offer, but yet I haven't heard back as far as like when I'm going to start or any of that business. Oh, so. Um, no negotiating. You just went for it. You didn't try to push back a little bit. Yeah, I. Uh, I just, you know, I mean, the the salary was a little bit lower than I wanted, but the benefits are phenomenal. So you, it, it's a balance out kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, it really does balance out, you know. After because because I was gonna, I was gonna go, eh, you know, hey, how about this? But then I got I really really started looking in depth at at the benefits, and I was like, mm. oh gosh, you know. There's there's quite a bit of value in this, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, old men like their benefits, and so uh, so I yeah, you know yeah. I decided that it was that it was worth it, and so I, I accepted, um, you know. But now the crazy thing is is that I am getting all of these freelance jobs that oh. that that I've also been kind of you know had been throwing out there trying to get stuff and thought I would never hear back. Now all that stuff is coming back too. <laughs> and I have no idea whether or not I can accept them because I don't know that I would have time to do them or yeah. maybe I would have ample time to do them. Who knows? And so I'm I'm in a weird Oof. in a really really weird place now because yeah, you know, and so it's like I'm I'm accepting these jobs. Uh, but you know, I'm like going, ah, but you know, am I, am I going to have to just turn right back around and say, well, sorry. And you don't know when your start date will be. You don't know the, your work hours. Yeah. Or... I mean, I have, I have no clue. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't know anything. I would have, I mean, my assumption would be that a company of that size is pretty nine to five. 
like even our company, which is not, it's it, it's like pseudo startup, but not really. Almost everyone's out of there by five. The office is empty. We're yeah. all like, hey, you know, we don't have to beg for your your time and hours. Just do your best and go home. So I would hope that they're the same way. Well, I I think that I think that that's probably right. The the one the the one job that uh, that I really would like to take that I'm most nervous about is uh, some some UX you know wireframing and and interactive prototypes. But then uh, part of the proposal was to actually do some do some testing and you know sit down with a focus group and, and go through and, and have them do some tasks in the interface and stuff like that. And so I'm not sure how I would be able to pull that off unless, like you said, you know, if do it in the evening or something like evening, that weekend, well, which can't be weekend, but well, you know, actually, I mean, for the, for the client and the people, if you give them realistic, uh, timeline they might be yeah you're like hey I, i'm I, it's a busy time for me right now not saying i have another mm-hmm. job you could say you have uh, another i'm assuming they took a while to get back to you yeah therefore you probably would have scheduled everything out to have more work you just say hey um my load's a little heavy right now or, yep 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 you could even say your flow to see what to say but uh my flow's a little heavy right now. my flow's a little um, heavy and then kind of give them a realistic expectation. Yeah. I want to hear about the design test, what it was. Uh, the design test, it was actually, um, it, was, it was pretty straightforward. So, you know, uh, healthcare software. And so the, the design test was to design an interface that uh, a doctor could use to prescribe medications once they've made a diagnosis and that they gave a little bit of user research. So they say, so in, in, our, in our findings, doctors like to have their medications grouped in these, in these four major classes of drug. And so they gave the four major classes of drug. And they said, so we need to have a prescription interface to where it is put together with these four classes of drugs. They need to be able to search they need to be able to favorite their own drugs. They need to be able to edit those favorites. Um, need to be able to rename the drug if they wish, which I can't figure out what for the life of me why a doctor what? would ever yeah why a doctor would ever want to rename a unless favorite. they go by a shortened term to easily find. Yeah, it I don't know. I don't know, but you know, I was because <laughs> because I'm always That's thinking, weird. well, if if I'm ever renaming a favorite, it's always something ridiculous. So why would you take you know uh adderall and and rename it to poopy times you know because that's that's what i was thinking um and then be able to review the prescription and add change delete before you finalize it and send it off to a pharmacy no style guidelines like no 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 style guidelines or anything like that it was just like just go wild it had an hour shit yeah that's not long no it, it wasn't long at all did they provide you a computer to bring your laptop? No, they or? they gave me a whole bunch of pencils, papers, dry erase markers. Oh, they want notes. you literal, uh, so yeah. wireframing, right? They wanted, yeah, they wanted wireframes, and and so okay. I mean, I uh, started the whole thing out by kind of making a by making a 
a flow of of you know all the bits and pieces that they wanted plus yeah. what databases it was pulling from and pushing to you know saying okay here's here's all their prescriptions here's yeah. favorites database you know this this data is going here this data is going here it's coming back flow. and forth really, little flow yeah just a nice little flow yeah. you know a little flow chart and then i just started sketching the just started sketching all the all the different ui pieces interesting i wouldn't think they'd be reliant upon uh Literal pen and paper, because yeah. people just aren't great at that. That doesn't mean they can't design. Exactly. Yeah. But hmm. uh, but so yeah. So I you know I worked on that for an hour, and then um, the three different people that I had spent the last hour and a half interviewing with all came back and said, "Okay, present it." And so I took them through the took them through the yeah. the you know, my thinking and everything. And, uh, I made some, I made some assumptions that the system had some artificial intelligence that based on whatever the, whatever diagnosis code the doctor put in before they got to the, this page would be able to filter out a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of drugs from, from different classes and stuff to make it easier. I said, so for instance, you know, I, I used a hypertension, high blood pressure for a diagnosis. So I, I said, so obviously if, if you put in hypertension as a, as a diagnosis, you're not going to want to prescribe any sort of stimulant. So since that is one of the major classes of drug that you yeah, had, you should had definitely in, you know, know based yeah. on symptoms, yeah, the exactly. families with which it fits, whether that's yeah. AI or just that drugs are well attributed for. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, I, so I said, so symptoms. as you see here, there is no, you know, there is no stimulant class because you wouldn't do it. So it's, it's not there. And, uh, you know, and, and, and kind of went on with all that stuff. And then they just asked a bunch of questions about it and, uh, you know, things like, what do you like best about your design? What was most difficult about the test? What is something about your design that you don't like? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, yeah, you know, I like the, I like that. That question's good. Like what yeah. do you like, what, what's the strength weaknesses? All yeah. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's some part of the test that I made up, but it was virtual. It was not in person. It was, I sent it as a, you know, a, a doc that was like, here's the task, here's mm-hmm. your library. Like, it was basically like, I provided the fonts, I provided um, a pattern library link to say, like, here's the color palette. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was... So it was more it was, of a visual design type of thing. It was both. It was, so like, I gave them all these things and the task was... Here's the page. I want you to do, to 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 do an audit upon it upon it. Like I said that. I didn't say that. I'm not from the 1600s. That <laughs> shall do a audit upon it. Uh, uh, I had them to do an audit. Basically, they look through it. Tell me the strengths and weaknesses of this page. It's a page that we know that needs help, that we don't love, that we need that needs work. Uh-huh. And then uh, so I like first was write down your your analysis of the page, your recommendations, and then execute upon those recommendations. That was my test that I had. Because mm. well, one, it was about what we would be doing at the company, working with company at, like, you know, we have assets and we have, a, a you know, kind of a style. Uh-huh. But all I wanted to provide them was the loose style, not like, it must be this and it must be that. Just like, here's the, some basics. Here's what a page looks like, but go crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I like the idea of the follow-up with... Uh, strengths, weaknesses, what you would do different, what you would prefer or not prefer. Like, what mm-hmm. would you, what would you recommend in terms of 
the test or whatever, but yeah, an hour just feels, oof. you know, well, that's the funny thing though. Cause oh. as I started reading that, I, I was like, what am I, what am I going to do for that entire hour? Because at first I thought that it seemed really simple, but, uh, oh. boy, I tell you what I was put, I was writing the last little bit of, you know, cause I was annotating all the different things yeah. and I was sketching and all that. And yeah, I put the last little, little bit of, uh, information on a page as they were walking yeah. in the door. So that's what all I ever do nowadays is like start writing. Like I start approaching everything now with the sort of the scientific method, uh-huh. uh huh, problem analysis, hypothesis, solution kind of thing before I ever do any kind of wireframing. Hmm. Because then after that, then it's all right. Now we start. Let me start thinking about the flow. If I do this, what are the branch? What are all the different branches? You know, yeah. If I'm a user, I'm coming at like my my philosophy. So as as it is, as I always think of, your product is a city, and your users are travelers. That's why they call it the information superhighway because literally they are traveling somewhere to visit you. Uh, there's many ways they can get to the things within your city, and you're just going to try to guide them the best they can with information like if you're into this go here if you go that hit like sort of i mean no different than any kind of road system yeah but that's how your product is like you're coming in you 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 don't want to distract them otherwise they're going to miss their exit or where they want to go or the or they're just a you know maybe they're a sunday driver they don't even know how you're going to present information to them in that regard Mm -hmm. that's also uh, the reason i use a highway is because you don't have any time like Road signs don't have long explanations about what's happening. Like, get off here if you'd like to explore our stadiums and our museums. You know what I mean? Like, they don't. They don't have time to wait. And that's the way human attention span honestly is. You got seconds. So that's why I always try to think of things in like a highway. Like, if I am trying to get someone to do something on a highway, I got to do it fast. And I got to do it clear. And then I keep providing more guidance as they go along, right? Yep. So that's how I kind of approach everything I do. It's like, what can I do? How do I group things? Where are they going? What are the different decisions they can make? And then I might get into wireframing, but nowadays I don't really do. Design is far less more than writing, thinking, looking what other people doing, mm-hmm. asking them questions, helping them thought process, providing any data they might need. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. It is fun. I was reading a lot of articles today about UX writing, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, which which is a a pretty uh, you know most of it came came down to like micro copy and and different things like that. And uh, yeah, it's you know, but it's true. It's it's uh, it's more than just it's more than just the way things look and even the way things work. It's you know the it's the tone of everything and uh-huh. and and so many things that people just don't even really take no. into consideration. Take it for granted. Oh yeah, like one of the I just watched an interesting enough. A uh, Envision did a free webinar mm-hmm. like last week or a couple weeks ago. One was on the UX of copy for forms. And their rule was pretty cool. It's like treat a form as if it were you were interacting with a customer. How would you ask them for their name? How would you ask them for their phone number? How would you provide 
you know, clarification about why you're asking for their phone number or things uh-huh. like that. Like, don't sound like a robot because is that how you would talk? Like, please validate email. Like, you wouldn't say that to their face, right? <laughs> right. How would you talk to this? So, like, they're recommend- they recommend, and they gave this really great side-by-side comparison of this really awesomely, beautifully well-designed form that was, like, simple and uh, looked clear. And then another form that was pretty long-winded and uh, took up a lot of space that, you know, there was, like, script or text and the forms weren't all, like, three-column and two-column. And, like, it was, like, pretty, like, if it's name, it's first name, last name, and then fields took up enough room. Yeah. The first form was, like, a 22% conversion rate. So like, which is pretty good. The one on the other side was like a ninety-four. They're like, it is an unintuitive to designers to think that talking a lot leads to interaction. Yeah, it's like, but when you're at when a form, you're asking people for information, and you better tell them why, and you better speak to them in a way that they feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome, so and that a, they trust trust yeah. you with what they're giving you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the hiding the information in, in, in error messages about why they need to put it in isn't helpful. They're not going to do it from the offset. They're just going to leave. Yeah. Rather than saying, I didn't put in my email, error message, please put in your email so that we can do this. Just do that up front and they'll do it. You know, it's, it was interesting. Yeah. There's so much more to design than just prettiness. Yes. So much more. Yeah, you're probably going to dive deep into uh, minutia. I mean, working with yeah. medical software. Oh yeah, wait. You know, it's 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 really. Ex- I'm super excited about it. I am also super nervous about it because. Sure. And I mean, but I I I don't feel like I'm at any advantage or disadvantage in in this case because I feel that most. Most UX professionals, all of their deliverables and their methods and the things that they do, everybody has their own secret yes. sauce. There is there is yep. no there's no standardized way of doing it. No. There's really no general best practice or anything no. like that, you know. And I I know that it was because it was something that I kind of stressed out a little bit three years ago when I was when I was doing this on my own. I was like, well, you know, I probably ought to figure out if I'm doing all this right. And I I researched enough to know that really whatever you do is the right way to do it as long as it, you know, gets across what it needs to get and it's solving the problems that you need to to solve. And you're moderating that, like, I deploy a solution, how is it being received, what can I tweak and iterate on, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, so, you know, it doesn't matter what deliverables deliverables you give or what they look like or how they work as long as it's as long as it's solving the right problem that's all that matters so yeah absolutely and if you have i mean if you're working with a team worth anything they're always going to be super flexible and work the way you work solve the way you solve we collaborate we push each other that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and you've been doing this long enough you don't have anything to worry about yeah Yep. I mean, there's going to obviously, if you're like me, you're just going to freak out about the day-to-day stuff, not the work itself, the people, where you sit, what are the smells, where do I eat? Am I going to be alone? Is there a kitchen? Uh, you know, like all oh, sorts of the... Oh, boy. 
Let me tell you, know you about I mean, that though? part. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I I'm know. sure they have. I'm sure they have a cafeteria. Is oh free my food? god. I don't know about free food, but okay, dude. Yeah. I mean, up. it is. It is like the nicest mall yeah. food court that I have ever seen. How many people work in the office you'll be in? Um, I would say I would say that there's probably a couple thousand people in the in the Jeez. building that I would be in. It's a gigantic building. Yeah, I bet. And uh, and it's and it's their newest building, and they they're building one right next to it. The guy that gave me the the tour of you know the the cool parts of the building that I that I was in. Uh, he said that they are planning to have ten buildings on the land that uh, that that this one currently sits on. And I mean, you know, because like I said, it was Bannister Mall. Yep. That had that had uh, you know they had and they had tore that whole thing down, and so there's a lot of land there. And yes, they are going to put some some gigantic, gigantic buildings all over it. Is there like a like a open tub full of expired drugs that you guys can just take whenever? Uh, <laughs> probably somewhere. It uh, every 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 one of their every one of their buildings has a full service clinic with doctors and nurses. Damn. Uh, nice. Yeah, they all have their own full service clinic. They all have their own pharmacy. Nice. Um, there's a gym. I mean, it's 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 just kind of stupid how nice the place is. There's a lot of people named Jim. I mean, they're got oh sure sure. I mean, come on. Maybe do this. Do, uh, do you guys have a um, an anger room? <laughs> very, very important. This is an important question. I think it is the. I think yeah. it is the feature of the office of the future. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am kidding, but I'm not kidding. You know what the anger rooms are, or the the. Yeah, basically, where, like, where, you, where you go break stuff yeah. and yeah. Yeah. I would love to have that room somewhere where it's just like go in there. It's soundproof. We have a bunch of dishes and plates and just, we have a car and a sledgehammer. Yeah. Yeah. Just like get frustrated. You can't think. Yeah, man. We have one uh, in in town. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's not in an office, but yeah, I I don't think we have one yet. You have one in KC. Yeah. Smashbox. The anger, the anger management warehouse. (sighs) Do, here's my challenge to you. Go do that. I want to. I want you to tell me how that feels doing that. Hmm. We don't have one here, and I would love to do one. Yeah. Just to go yeah. freaking ape shit on something. Smashbox. That's 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 a pretty funny name. That is. And then you can get pretty punny with it as well. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, nothing comes to mind offhand, but. Like I'm like I would love to have an anger room or whatever you want to call it, or just go to Goodwill, get a bunch of stacks of dishes for a dollar, just throw them and mm-hmm. yell at people's names mm-hmm. who would like to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be super therapeutic. Oh yeah. Oh man. How, Did you ever the... do when you were a teen the the car smash stuff? Yes. Like you, yeah. Yes, and I loved it. Oh, it's the Best. Always the it best. was always our youth group that did it. It was uh-huh. like to raise money, but yeah, they I'm had. Sure a, they must have done it for other stuff. Oh yeah, um, the high school student council for yeah, the school right. that 
you know, well, I mean, they like it at a football Schools game that do we it, took yeah. the kids to last year had one, and I didn't do it, but boy, did I want to. Oh, boy, did I want to. Just wail on it. They always spray paint it. Like I don't care about your dumb spray. Yeah, paint. don't don't spray paint it. Just just car. just leave it. Just leave as it as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. I think oh. I think the favorite one of those is is somebody had one of those at like a a scout thing that I did back as a kid, oh. and you know we spent we spent all of our time and all of our money over at that thing. Like we would go work our little booth, you know. And then when we'd get a get a break, we would just automatically go over and just start banging on the car. I mean, it's got to be an easy way to make money. Like it's a dollar oh, yeah. swing. Yeah. Like oh yeah, and they're gonna be like, "That's your swing." So you want one more? Yeah, one more. Yeah. Okay, we'll do one okay. more. You know, like yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure that's what the that Smashbox or you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did not. Uh, I'm pretty sure hit, I didn't. Maybe hit me day. one more time or whatever the story yeah. is called. Man, I'm 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 hating that I don't see anything about this place though, other than just the. Is it not open yet? Is it coming soon? I don't know. I mean, it's it's on Yelp, but it doesn't have any. I mean, there there are no. Rate rate there are no, there are no things, like no no reviews, no nothing. So I don't That's know. It's got to be pretty new. It's a pretty new phenomenon. This guy's smashing a TV. How many TVs do you have in there? Do you replenish your TVs? Yeah, you smash one. Can I get one, an extra? Can I get an extra sense. TV? Yeah. What? what I feel yeah. like tossing a dish would feel real good. Like just mm-hmm. winging it, mm-hmm. smashing it down. Yeah. A vase, a vase, whatever you want to call. Yep. Well, you know, I mean, we get get a little bit of um, we get a little bit of that here because we don't have um, glass recycling at the curbside. And oh. so, and so, um, there's a, there, well, it's actually Owens Corning. Um, they did a deal here in town where at a bunch of different grocery stores and different things like that, they have glass recycling contain, you know, big dumpsters. And so oh, you get, you know, you get in. a little bit of that. You go, you know, winging a, winging a Jack yeah. Daniels bottle in there. You know, that feels pretty good, but, yeah, it does. uh, you know. Need need you know some scale to it. I mean, basically, it's everyone's office space to the printer happening. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do they like? Do they provide implement like uh, objects? With yeah, which I to mean, hit yeah, with? Like, yeah. It looks bats, like you got bats and sledgehammers and Man. yeah. So now, what I think the next step will be is that it's going to be a room full of like dummies. With knives and guns <laughs> and gasoline cans and matches, and you're just gonna <laughs> oh, go. Yeah, you're gonna go and stab someone like eighty-three times, punch them a few times, shoot them in the head. Just dummies, but you know. Uh huh. It'll be uh, you know, you can you can the AR year, you can the AR purge. goggle it with the face of the person you want sure. it to be. Sure. Yeah, that's what's coming up next. Corner. Uh, did you finish Parks and Rec yet? I have not finished Parks and Rec yet. Okay, getting still close. Six? Huh? Still, still yeah, s- yeah. I'm like right at the end of season six. 
Right at the end of season. Right at, right at the end of season six. Watched um, watched yeah. making it over the weekend. It's fun. Great show, isn't it? Lots of fun. Yeah. Pretty. There's some really talented people too. I'm looking at something like, damn, that's it's good. It's legit yeah. good. Yep. Yep. I've only watched two. How many have you watched? Well, just two. There was, there okay. was all that was two. So the one so. guy that got eliminated on the second one, I felt so bad for because it, it was just like he got eliminated just because I he know. had to start over. I'm like, I he's know. really good. His stuff he, is good. Yes. That was what we all, we all like decided the, uh, the same thing, too. It was like he was amazingly talented. I really yeah, thought they were going to get rid of the... Had a bad day. I thought they were going to get rid of the kid that did the bridge. Yeah. What was that's the other, exactly, what was that's the last exactly what we thought, too. Yeah, we what thought, was the oh, last thing he did? The um, kid's thing, the spaceship. It didn't even work right, like you said. His didn't turn out yeah. as they said either. Right. I'm like, oh, I thought for sure it would be him. Yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah. it just he just had a he had a he had a bad day and he did. He was good. And that was the end of it though. Yeah, but you know, like it's just so like it's encouraging. Everyone's they even mm-hmm. keep the people on for the a little bit of the after show, not the after show, but yeah, like, where, where they where up. they had some wine with them and yeah. yeah. I was like, like, oh, that's really sweet. They make sure that it feels no one's mad or hurt. It's right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And the little badges they get, I'm like, oh, that's those are nice little. Badges. Yeah, those are nice else. badges. I like them. I yeah. like them a lot. Told you, like, there's stuff. some little, some little Boy Scout stuff going on there. Yeah, like, get a, you earn. Well, a and, I, and then I started getting thinking of like, wow, man, how do they make those? Because you know, <laughs> you I've, I've, I've designed place. patches and stuff. Yeah, there's stitch places. It's all digital at this. point. Well, yeah, it? I know, but then I was like, going, God, details hard though. Really, wow. yeah, it's really expensive to make one patch. So yeah, then, I, a... then I got to thinking, there's got to be some sort of a machine. Mm-hmm. That you could just buy and hook it up to your computer. Oh, that's I'm not sure like an industrial it's not cheap, thing. but yes, yeah, no, I'm is. sure it's not cheap, but I'm sure something exists. No, I know there is. I remember the church we used to go to; they owned an embroidery uh, shop, and it was all computer oh. driven. Well, then there you go. So basically, you'd give them EPS files, and they would separate colors out to thread, mm-hmm. uh, match as closely as they could, uh, you know, because colors were. Right, finite as opposed to like Pantone colors. Yeah, uh, and then they they would always give feedback in terms of like this is too thin. We probably can't really achieve this the way you want or things like that. But yeah, it was all they would you know color separate. That's how they would you know how they knew what threads to to put on. Like it was all yeah all all computer done. I'm sure it's just hella expensive. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is probably not this $319 one I'm looking at right here on uh, I mean, Amazon. Given 3D printers have gone down tremendously, but yeah. But also, 3D printers aren't what professionals are using for modeling. You know? No, not no. those kind. No. We uh, we uh, oh um, so. About a year ago, about a year ago, we we got to where we started watching a lot of Mash. Really? Or, or, yeah, my or my uh, my ten year old got really deep into Mash. Like, really, really, really deep into Mash. Yes, wow. and and I mean, we got to where you know we watched pretty much every single episode and and saw them all, and and so we have been trying to just figure out something else to watch because we've seen all the Mash and. Um, 
so Robin pulled out the Brady Bunch, and she and she and Nathan have been watching uh, been watching Brady Bunch reruns on Hulu. Oh, boy. And boy, I tell you what, that's uh, a <laughs> that's that's a that's that's a blast from the past, man. And yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, it gets pretty cheesy. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty cheesy, but. Um, I mean, it's like first season stuff, and so I feel like it's it actually the the episodes were a little bit better in the first season because they didn't quite crank up the you know there's a lesson to be learned every single week type of deal, right? Um, yeah, you know it was it was it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty. They good. go to Kings Island, which is just two miles yeah, away from yeah. where I live. Yeah. Like, if they do any panning shots, I'm like, I'm just right over there. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> when it's shot, I mean... Not, I, in, not in it, yeah. No, but... Yeah. In a, in a no, we, we, we watched one We watched one last night that was actually really good about... Um, they, they went on a camping trip, and it made me... It, it, you know, and, and it was the whole, girls shouldn't go camping. They can't do things, and... Uh, and and I was like, wow, this feels oddly like my life right now. And but yeah, it was it was, a, it was it's good. It's it's you fun to watch, watch Gilligan's those. Island. That, no, that's Ooh, a, yes, classic that I used to watch. That's a, that's a classic, and I'm sure that it's probably far more problematic than the Brady Bunch. Oh, right oh. yeah, the natives. <laughs> oh, uh huh, uh huh. Oh, definitely more problematic. Yeah. I haven't watched any of those probably since I was a kid. Like I haven't watched MASH since my dad would watch it and I would see the beginning of it and have to go to bed usually. And then Brady Bunch was always a rerun after school along with like Adam's family or that's actually another good one. Not probably not problematic. Ooh, yeah, no, probably not. Or Monsters. Monsters Adam's family. They run the same spectrum. I think Monsters is a little more goofy, Adam's family is a little more dark. Yeah. If I remember right. Green Acres, meh. Never yeah. cared about that. Yeah. Troop, meh. Those are all like, it's so crazy to think that as kids, like all these super old 60s shows, super old, 20 years old. They were 20 years old when we watched them, but that felt super old to us. Right. What's a 20 year old show now? From, from this time, 20 years would have been 1998. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be. That's the shit, I don't even know. I don't even know what was on TV then. Batman Fresh the Prince animated Bel-Air. series. Yeah. Yes. No. That was even older than that. Yeah. Probably. Just, just that's think, how crazy. Yeah, I think that's that that how crazy the thought is. Like we were watching these old black and white shows, thinking they were ancient. And I'm like, oh my god, they weren't really all that yeah. old. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Yep. Speaking of uh, speaking of, of problematic things, have you have you seen uh, anything about Erica Hall's new podcast? No. So she she has got a a new prod a new prod a new podcast called Surprisingly Problematic, and uh, she is they're they're going through and watching old eighties movies. Uh huh. And so the the first episode is about Pretty in Pink. And uh, I haven't listened uh, to it yet. I've got it queued up, but um, but yeah, surprisingly pop problematic. Vengeance nerds. Oh yeah, that'd be oh that's a yes. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. interesting. I think uh, someone on Facebook post something like, like what are some movies that you loved as a kid that are completely problematic to watch like like in terms of like like ooh that's just really not right like uh-huh i i had a hard time thinking of anything oh you know i mean spielberg we, is always pretty you know he those are like always my favorite movies as kids is mostly lucas and spielberg movies and they weren't ever really problematic no no not not to the degree that like i mean goonies isn't really problematic per se not really yeah not not hugely i mean it's get you know it's it's got some stereotypes and things in there yeah. that kind of you know that don't age well, but um, yeah, it's uh, John Hughes movies tend to tend to be probably mm. a little more you know um, like Breakfast, Breakfast National, Club. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Breakfast Club definitely has some has some has some problems there, yeah. you know. Um, well, I was even just watching. Uh, I don't know why, but Amazon just has the extended, like, super long cut of the Watchmen. Yeah, and I know it's based on the comic books, but what's like problematic about the comic books was like, you know, Osmond Osmondias or whatever his name is. Uh huh. Like the problem with him was that he was potentially gay. That like they brought that up in the movie, like, well, he's gay or probably gay, so we got to look into that. Like, that's a thing for him to not be trustworthy. I'm like, huh? Yeah. That long ago, and that's a uh, problematic. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's things that are problematic because the people that are in them and what we know about them now, aka Bill Cosby. Yeah. Roseanne. Yep. She's just crazy. She was always crazy. She was never not crazy. She sang the national anthem like an insane person. Like she knew she couldn't sing, and yet she agreed to do the national anthem. Yeah, kind of. That's tells you everything you need to know. Anyway, I can't think of any movies offhand. Oh, they're out there. Like literally, I can't think of a movie. Really. Jaws, because there's a stuffed animal shark that's I'm looking at right now. Did you ever see Ready Player One? No, nope, never, never. Mm. Wa- I didn't really have a huge interest in watching it. Yeah, don't. I mean, I know people liked it. I was really, but I'm like, it was fine. The movie. <laughs> huh? I read the book even, and people praised the book like, "Oh, it's the best." I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I, it's I never nothing even, but I, nostalgia. Patient. I bought the I bought the book and I've never read it. I mean, if you love nostalgia, that's all it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It, was aver- it was average at best. Okay then. Yeah. I don't at me on that. Ready Player <laughs> One is average at best. I hear so many people like it's my favorite book of all time. I'm like, well, you need to read some more books. <laughs> <laughs> What what other books have you read? Harry Potter. Okay, well, we're getting some. Have <laughs> you read anything like, say, Fahrenheit four fifty one, or maybe I can't think of any, but Flowers of Algernon. Any books yeah. like that? Uh, yeah. Slaughterhouse Five. No. Yeah. Well, let's tone it down on the best book you've ever read. Then hmm. eat my butt, and then I slap <laughs> them and I run away. <laughs> 
kids these days. So here's an interesting thing. I have not been taking medication for... So I, I have diagnosed ADD, not ADHD, ADD. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have been taking medication for years. And a couple months ago, I ran out and just didn't bother getting any. Yeah. I left one pill, though. One pill. Okay. And stopped. Okay. Like, I want to see... I want to get it out of my system for couple months. Mm-hmm. Took one today. Mm-hmm. And I can't honestly know what it is that's <laughs> different. Yeah. But you feel but something? I don't feel tired. I don't feel sure. wired. I don't feel wired. Uh-huh. But I don't feel tired either. Hmm. I don't feel as all over the place, obviously. Like my brain doesn't quite dart around as much. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But it didn't do anything for like, I still have a lot of self-doubt, a lot of anxiety. Right. still there. Yeah. And like my doctor has always said like, well, you can't do, I can't give you anything for anxiety that isn't in replace of giving you something for ADD medicine because they do not go together well. Hmm. So like my choice is either find something that deals with my anxiety, but not my ADD, or have something that deals with my ADD. Hmm. So that's kind of where I am right now. I'm like, I went for months. I felt fine. Maybe a little in my head, a little frazzled, like all over yeah. the place. But my anxiety isn't going, like it, it plagues me. Is it better to deal with that? Still don't know yet, but yeah, I, I that's what's yeah, in my head. Hmm. Well, you know, and it's and it's very it's very interesting because I did ha, or had something rather similar happen over uh, over the summer, but not that not that I not that I left one and said okay, I'm gonna you know I I ran out you know never went and got a refill, but found uh, one of my anxiety pills. Mm-hmm. And and not you know not clonopin or Xanax you know not not like a not like a sedative type of thing but just like just the my day to day anxiety kinda. pills right uh-huh. and so I took that and I did aren't, like, aren't feel, a lot of the anxiety feel like medications really up, you know and 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 kind of like what I felt like whenever I used to take stuff for ADD okay and uh, and so I'm wondering. And and now I'm I'm looking here. Hmm. I know Wellbutrin is a kind of crossover, like it's treated for ADD and anxiety, depression. Yeah. This was uh this was Cymbalta. Cymbalta, right. And or, and there are some uh and and I'm doing a little Googling and it seems like there are some some correlations and you could you know, possibly use that as an off-label for ADD as well. I take Concerta. Um, yeah. Which yeah, this one's this one is up. from the National Institutes of Health. Huh. Uh, Duloxetine may improve some symptoms of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Huh. So 
there you go. Because, cause, I mean, it definitely did feel like a, you know, like, wow, all of a sudden I am I am way more alert and and present here at the Mellowed moment. Mellowed and, and alert. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah. If if one can be that mellowed and alert, you know, it was kind of like a, a confident, energized, boom, here I, you know, here I am. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it. So it was, it was, it was really interesting, and it was a very noticeable effect. And so, hmm. yeah, I mean, preferably, I want the side effects of appetite suppression, so I can get rid of this growing yeah. sack of wet flour that's growing around my belly. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk to my doctor, be like, hey, I want. He's going to be like, you shouldn't do that, obviously, but. Right. It's not like going off of you know depression medication. I don't no, know that's that that's a that. way different thing than that. Right. Sure, yeah. But I'm sure I mean, doctors hate it when we do this kind of shit. Uh, like, <laughs> experimenting you do- on yourself. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Why, you, why would you do like? Because I just wanted this to remember. What happened. I wanted to get it fully out of my system, fully away, and jump back in. And see, uh huh. I I probably should have more than one pill because it probably needs to build up for a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, there you know, that, and uh, I mean, and most effect. most of that type, yeah, and most of that type does have have that loading that it that it needs to do. I do yeah. remember years ago when I when I took Effexor, there was one time, and I had been taking it for about eight years, and um, I was like, yeah, you know what, maybe I. Maybe I don't need this anymore. Who who knows? I don't know. I've been yeah. taking it for eight years, and so and so I did the same thing. And, and but I did it the way that you're supposed to do it. So if you're going to get off of those, you know, you you start tapering it off, and yeah. so you you know start taking one every other day, and then you start taking a half every other day, and then you know and and all that stuff. And I I got it off, and about a week later, I just felt awful like the worst that i had felt way before i had even started taking the medication or anything like wow. that and i was like yeah That's quite the, I, oh yeah and i was like imbalance there. oh i cannot take i cannot get off this time to start back up <laughs> and wow. yeah it was it was bad you still it was take terrible. that or you got yourself off of it or switched to something else i, I th- well I, I switched to something else but i yeah. mean but i haven't been on that for for months and it was just something about it had just been in my system for so long i i i now feel like that because i have you know did not find that same problem whenever whenever i stopped taking cymbalta and all that stuff i mean it yeah. just you know and yeah, it, it was just it was just one of those one of those things. So, so that yeah. can be a fun thing to deal with. Yeah, it's it's human. I like I, you're always like I don't probably need the medication, right? I can yeah see how it goes. Well, you know, I mean, and the I, thing and like I, I never heard anything from my what? What I said. I think it's healthy to yeah. honestly try to figure out every once in a while if well, maybe you don't need that. Or at least, or maybe the dosage isn't enough. Yeah, like, that's exactly. always going to happen where you, you have to mess with the milligrams because your body does develop a little bit of a, an immunity. That's yep. probably not the right word, but the but, effectiveness yeah. of the chemicals that are balancing out mm-hmm. probably do their job. But you might realize like it, you need a little bit more just to yeah. k- keep a 
a stasis, if you will. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. My wife, uh, it's not like my wife has said anything like you need to go on medication. Like none of that's ever happened. So mostly, well, that's good. I don't feel fatigued, which I do when I don't take it. Like I'm always just tired by three o'clock. Yeah, just like oh, I could go take a nap right now. Yep. Whereas I feel fine even at eleven right now. I'm not like oh, I gotta crawl into bed. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there's that. I think part of my worry was also this is probably a lot of people in our field. It always in the back of my head is like, am I less creative? Am I are less ideas yeah. getting through? Am I not taking as many chances? Am I being too much in my head? You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or always crawl up in there and Oh yeah. I don't I know, really I, notice that there was any major difference either way. No, I didn't either, but that was that was definitely something that I thought of when I when I decided to get on effects or and that was when did I do that? That was about 15 years ago. And yeah, yeah, you know, and sure. I worried about that and, but it didn't do anything like that. And, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, if anything, it helps you focus on an idea quite a bit more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably going to go back to the doctor and have a little talk about, Either upping the dosage or trying something a little different. Yeah, but. I'm I'm looking quite forward to uh, going to the going to the in office health clinic yeah, and, and getting all that crap back. Uh, the back worst going. thing about the the ADD stuff is you have to go to the doctor all the time. Yeah, like you get like three f- refills and then you have to go back. Yep, and do another visit and a checkup because it's such a controlled substance. They're always oh like, yeah, I you can't I just had get to... endless refills. No, I had to, I, I had to, I wouldn't even get three, like I would go to the doctor, they would do a, you know, a a follow up, but then I had to go every month and get the prescription that was in a sealed envelope (laughs) and, and take it and take it Yeah, I have to to, get it from the doctor's office. I have to go to the doctor to get the prescription. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't. So, but they wouldn't do like a three. They wouldn't do a three month supply, or they wouldn't do. Oh no, no, yeah. Here, I get three, one, here are three prescriptions. Yeah, I get three prescriptions before I have to go to the doctor again. But I have to go okay. to the office. Yeah, that's, to ask that's exactly for the prescription. The way. I don't have to see the doctor to get the prescription for three times. It's just after the third one, I have to go to the office and see the doctor for a full checkup. Yep, or a yep. pseudo checkup. Okay, that's but then exactly. I get three where I have to continually for each one go back to the doctor's office to get the prescription thing, and it just gets mm. tiring. I'm like, do I really look like the? <laughs> I'm gonna start selling it on the street. <laughs> I get it. They have to do it. It's long. Yeah, all that yeah. blah blah blah. It's just tiring. Kind of. It is. Kinda like I don't want to keep going to the doctor finding. Goddamn time all the time. Like, what about this yeah. time? No, I can't do that. What about this? Like, I can't even plan two weeks in advance. You're trying to ask me for <laughs> months. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when I'll be available. Sure, let's just put that down. So I'll be completely surprised the day before and be like, oh shit, I gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> yes, and let's, and let's not forget the reason why you're going to the doctor in the yeah, first place for- is because you can't remember to do shit anyway because your brain is all fragmented. Well, so here's my second problem diagnosis that I have no cure for, which is I have short-term memory problems. I got diagnosed with those uh, in college. 
Huh. When I, I also got diagnosed with ADD in college. Like all through high school, elementary school and high school, I was not diagnosed. All I knew is that I could never remember homework assignments or tests. And every day I went to school was a nightmare of what did I forget? Because that's all it ever was. And my teachers would be like, did you write it down? I'm like I did write it down, but I forgot to look at it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, why don't you look at it every day? I'm like, I look at it some days, but then something will happen and I completely go out of my mind and I will never remember it again. But I just dealt with it. And then it was mm-hmm. in college where I'm just like, there is something, like, I cannot keep this up. Like, there's just too much stuff and it's all, I can't fake my way, guess my way through tests anymore because college is just so much harder. So my mom's like, uh, okay, well, send you to a, send me to a, specialist like an education specialist or whatever yeah went through two three days or something of tests and it was like you have add and you also have a short-term memory problem like i cannot retain information in the short term doesn't happen if you give me three things and then add one more i will forget most of it it will be gone so like i have to write stuff down all the time or i have to repeat what people say to me just try to, to create a uh a memory channel. Mm-hmm. And in, in high school, I always would draw, which was creating a alternate path of memory. Rather than just hmm. hearing it, I would hear it, I would write, and I would draw. Because he was like, the visual connection to what you're hearing helps you, th- helps your brain kind of fire a lot more mm-hmm. than just hearing and processing. Because like I would hear the ADD would make me space out. Or if I try to super pay attention, and once I heard too much information, it would go, the brain would not be able to put it into any kind of storage. It would just kind of fall away. So, like, it's a, it's a horrible coupling of yeah, issues. That's, 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 a, that's a one-two punch, man. So that's when I, you know, I like to take Ritalin. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I can actually sit in class and hear all of it. And all of a sudden, the class is over. And I'm like, I heard all of that. And I wrote notes, and I didn't space out. Like, it was amazing. But when I'm interacting with people, and it's like, like my wife would always be like, uh, here's the things you need to get. Get this, this, and they start listing off stuff. I'm like, don't. Don't list it off. Write it down. Uh-huh. I don't have a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to remember it. It yep. doesn't matter. Like, so memory games, I'm, oh, I'm done. I'm done for. You know, like this. Like, here's a list of seven numbers. And remember them. And then uh, here's a list of five objects. Remember those. Like, I'm out by three. Like, trying to remember three things. Mm. It's It sucks. Like, I would have people that I would tell that to, and they would go over and beyond. That almost made me feel like a complete idiot. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to tell you anything because you're not going to remember. So, like, this, like, like, I'm like, it's not that. It's not that I'm not going to remember anything. I'm not Mr. Short Term Memory from an SNL skit, you know, Tom Hanks' character. Like, who puts this food in my mouth? Why am I chewing food? <laughs> right. Like, it's not that bad. Yeah. Like, that, but that's how they started. Like, I would, I told my old co worker about it, and he would just keep things from me. He's like, you're just never going to remember. So, it's, I'm just not even going to bother telling you about stuff, which clearly was an excuse, but like, some people just use it as like a, a, a battering ram of like you're an idiot and I don't trust you yeah like it's not about that it's just I can't retain information well sometimes like you'll tell me something and you're like two minutes later hey what about this thing I'm like oh right I totally forgot about that 
Like that happens to yeah. me all the time. Like my wife yeah. will be like, "Hey, I made apple pie." I'm like, "Awesome." Two minutes later, she'll tell me, "Like, do you want apple pie?" I'm like, "All oh, right, you made apple pie. I'm so excited!" Like it'll just like come back <laughs> again. It, well, like so, there's a little bit of the Mr. Short Term Memory stuff that's pretty great, but it's not so bad that I'm like, "Why am I talking into a microphone? Where am I? How did I get in the basement?" Like, <laughs> come on. So yeah, it's oh, a double whammy man. of like I've tons of coping mechanisms for that but sure couple that with spacing out and not remembering it is not a fun combo no no i can't so imagine I, will, that it is. I will get a lot of uh feedback from coworkers and or 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 bosses of you interrupt a lot or um you 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 speak more than you should i'm like i understand I interrupt because if I, my, my ingrained, ingrown <laughs> habit is that if I don't say it, I will never remember it. It'll go away forever. Even like, like the best, obviously the best practice is to write stuff down. But when I don't have anything to write down, if I don't like, so either I'm in my head repeating what I want to say constantly so that it won't go away and I'm not listening to the other person. Yeah, or I'm listening to the other person, and the idea or thought that I had is gone, unless I can write it down. And then if I'm writing it down, some people take that as being rude or to listening. You're not making eye contact with me. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have, to, I have to write down my thought right now, or I won't. Yeah, I won't have it. <laughs> so it's it, it, it can be trying, and I know I can be tough. Be, I can I, I know like I can be annoying to people because I will interrupt them. I'm like I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know I feel like I'm interrupting, but I don't have anything to write down, and I, I'm afraid. It's usually anxiety, not typically real. Like I'm afraid that the thought in my head will go away, and I won't be able to get back to it. Yeah. And like my my super super fear is that in you know 20 years that will become forgetting how to get home or forget mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. forget what I did for a whole day kind of stuff. Like that is the, the uber fear. Yeah. Uh, Short-term memory turns into major gaps of memory, which... Yep. You know, I, have a, I have a what, huge fear of that. Well, I have a fear of it because that's what my mom has. Yeah. Like she doesn't know who I am anymore. Yeah. How can I not think that's what's going to happen to me? Right. Happened, same thing happened to my grandma. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, that that, it, that worries it worries me a lot. Ugh, it worries so, the fuck out of me. Because I yeah. had a, this was probably 15, 20 years ago, I had a very lucid, very real dream where I was in this hallway in a wheelchair, like just a, just a long hallway, overhead lights outside of a door in a wheelchair, and this woman got into my face and was talking very baby talk, very slow to me. Mr. Armstrong, would you like some water? And all I remember saying in my head was like, of course I want water. But what came out was literally nothing. Just like, uh, uh, like yeah, mumbles and moans. Like the, the kind of like entrap entrapped in your own brain kind of thing. And like, I realized, oh, I'm old and I have cognitive issues and I'm in a old folks home in a wheelchair and I'm just in a hallway parked being neglected like that like that dream stuck with me so strongly because I'm like that seems yeah possible yeah 
And so I'm like, what can I do to make that not happen? And everything you're always be like, well, there's not what you could do. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Although there was something out this week on uh, some things that doctors know that kind of can help curb uh, early onset dementia or any kind of dementia. No. Like uh, problems, uh, diet, exercise, sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sleep is a big one, which is I'm glad because like I always make sure I get at least eight hours of sleep. Yeah, when I can. What was the other one? You know, you know, puzzles. Uh, you know, whether it's a crossword puzzle or a jigsaw puzzle or game, like anything that's brain stimulating, a non, you know. Anxiety, yeah. not kind of an anxiety kind of a game, but one that's where it's like solve this problem or look for these kind of clues. Like everything that's always engaged. Reading, that was the other one. Like reading is always very mm-hmm. important. But like stuff that I'm doing that I feel pretty good about. Exercise, yeah. I'm not really. That's my. Yeah. Uh, my, it, you know, it It obviously, you know, it bothers my aunt too. And and she, she plays more words with friends than anybody that I possibly know. And, but, but she does it exactly. I mean, for that, you know, it's, it's that, you know, that fear of, you know, what's going to happen to me is what happened to my mom. And, and so I'm doing everything that I can to, to keep myself sharp. And so, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I do New York times crossword puzzle every day. Yeah. The mini and the big, although I like, that's been recent. I've been doing that. I didn't realize it gets harder throughout the week. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that until they so like, talked oh, about Monday. that on that. Uh, on Omnibus last week or the week before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I heard that. I heard it somewhere too, but it wasn't that yeah. podcast. I don't listen to that. But yeah, like it gets real hard on like Friday, <laughs> like Monday. I'm like, I got this. And like Tuesday, I'm like, oh, this is the bad. Wednesday, I'm like, eh, I'm a little yeah. stuck on what this. Yeah, means. Wednesday. Wednesday's where it starts getting a little a little tough. Yeah. And then yeah. Thursday, I'm like, I don't know what any of these words even mean. I don't even know what you're trying to say. If there's a theme, I'm not getting it. <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that is very helpful for... Mm-hmm. And I remember like all the doctors always tell us, like, well, she doesn't really know that she's forgetting stuff. She's, she's happy. She's just happy to see people. She's just happy to have company and all that. And like... Yeah, I get it. Like, she doesn't know what she doesn't know anymore. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what she's forgetting, which is a kind of a mind fuck when you think about that. You don't know what you're forgetting. Like, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's yeah. a spiral that can send you for quite a while. Oh, yeah. If you, what, if am you I, really... what am I not knowing that I forgot? Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Fun. Um but you know, at the same time, it's because it's it's the most suffering to the people who are watching it happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there can be frustrating times. Like she'll know that someone's giving her instructions to do something, but she doesn't know how to execute. Yeah, like uh, it's to your it's it's to your left. She doesn't know what left is anymore. Something like that. <sighs> you know? Yeah. So that kind of stuff is like, so then you just don't ask it that way. You're like, it's right over here. Let me put your hand on it. That's not frustrating. So like there's ways you can help someone not feel frustrated and angry about what they're going through is by, well, if they can't understand this instruction, do it a different way. 
It's also a good lesson in UX. Yep. So yeah, that's true. Well, that's it was a fun journey onto uh, every anxiety, ADD. We're all gonna uh-huh. forget who the hell we are. Yep. I mean, like Yay. I'm sure you're in the back of your mind too. Is like, come on, science. Uh huh. You got to yes. be close. Oh. Oh man! Every time I I see any sort of article that even hints at at you know we've figured out made some great inroads into Alzheimer's and dementia, and I'm like yes, yes gone. CRISPR because, is going to yeah. be the the answer to all of it. It just won't help us. It'll help our well, yeah. it won't help it won't help our kids either because we already had them. But our mm-hmm. kids could get CRISPR stuff and kill out those genes that pass on i don't even know if the, it's hereditary is it hereditary uh, that's i you know i don't um, think they even they know. don't 100 percent know yeah that's also not comforting i mean not that knowing that it's hereditary would be comforting either right but not but, uh, yeah yeah it's hard to say if knowing something or not knowing something is better like the the 23 and me stuff like they can send yeah. you you know like I have Medical. seriously mixed feelings about those. So things. do I. Like, I don't mind knowing where I might come from, but I don't know that I want to know what possible medical problems I might have. One, they might be accurate, but they also might not be. Yep. Yep. And do I live my life differently knowing that you have a you know, 48% chance of uh, having dementia? Yeah. What am I going to be able to do about that except worry about it every day? Worry about when it's going to happen. When about when I'm going to start seeing it happen? Yeah, and every every time you you know forget something. Uh, oh, is this it? Is this where it starts? Yep, yep. Every goddamn time I forget something, I'm like, this is just the start, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Or cancer is also that kind of thing too. Where you're like, you wake up and you feel sick. Like, am I sick? Or am yeah, I that's that's the sick. thing that, that I would be most worried about. On well, on everybody those types gets of that. Things. You know, Everybody's going to get cancer. Yeah. But, you know, it, that, that doesn't also really run in cancer. my family, but it's got, you know, it's always going to start somewhere. So. Yeah, that runs in our yeah. family, but not not on, for men. It's right. Like breast, breast cancer runs for the family, which, yeah. oddly enough, my sister will not get any kind of exams or anything. She, her reaction to it is like, I'd rather not know. I'm like, wow, breast cancer is very treatable, though. <laughs> very. But yeah, ignorance is bliss. It's not a saying for no reason. That's right. Knowing things can make life torturous. That's that's yeah. yeah that's why I would probably never do a twenty three and Me thing. I'm like, I don't know that I want to. Like, what's the uh, horrible, horrible, horrible? It's like ALS and another disease combined. Huntington's. I don't know that like I know hunt, anything about Hunting's this. disease is awful. It will kill you. It will deprive you of all your motor functions. And I think it also deprives you of cognitive stuff, too. I, I don't remember what it is. It's just terrible. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Progressive breakdown of nerve cells in the brain. Yeah. So Which means that you're not able to function yeah. or think. Right. It's horrifying. Oh, my God. And they can detect that. I would never want to know. No, I wouldn't want to know that for sure. But that's, that's sure. detectable by these 23andMe tests. 
No, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's not that's not really a moral dilemma. It's a personal dilemma. Yeah, no, it's not a moral dilemma at all. That's just something that I just personally don't want to know. But I guess if it if, does it become moral in the fact that are you preparing your life of those around you for when you're not going to be there? Does that make it a moral? Well, yeah, yeah. Quandary? I, I, like, I do you have I a don't know that that helps or, or hurts. I don't know. Are you maybe you save a lot more? In terms of like, hey, I'm gonna, I don't know when I will be gone, so let's save up. Or yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it could help you do uh, that. Sure. Does it affect your spouse? Are they going to be like pulling? Would they pull away from you? Would they pull closer to you? It's it's a roll of the dice. You could never, you could never know really about you any. Could never, of it. and you sorry, yes, what you just said of anything, even knowing yeah. doesn't mean you know. No. Like I had a fun debate with. Like, I just told my wife that, you know, the stupid, like, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a sound? She's like, that's stupid. Of course it does. I'm like, no, it's not stupid. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, if no one is there to know that it made a sound, no one can definitively prove that it did. She's like, but it, it, but it, it would. I'm like, you don't know that. <laughs> you can hypothesize with pretty good certainty that it would but you don't have the knowledge of being there to witness it doing it because then you would be there to witness it doing it. It's saying that if you aren't there, how do you know? She's like, well, I guess I wouldn't. I'm like, correct. That is, uh, that is all of everything. You can't definitively know anything that hasn't happened. You can make really good, you can make really good guesses about it, but you can't literally know. Yeah. So even if a test comes back and says you have hunting days, it doesn't mean that you might or will potentially have. Right. It doesn't mean it will happen. Doesn't mean it won't happen. It doesn't mean that you won't get it if it says that you couldn't. That you won't won't get it. I mean. Yeah. Which makes fun, like which, which makes anxiety a kind of a stupid thing. Like you're you're literally worried about something you can't know or control. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes you more anxious. <laughs> Yeah, just to be like, well, I wish I did, because then I would do something. And Ugh. then we just drink and we fart and we watch dumb shows that take our mind off of bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, this is why when I get older, I'm taking every drug, all of them. Sure, just LSD, some, do some <laughs> mushrooms, maybe. <laughs> maybe just some heroin. Just who the fuck cares? I just want to be in a blissful unawareness and just fade off into a big smile. Might as well. Why not? Might as well. What are they going to do? Arrest me? Like 75. Like, ugh. Come on. Let's do the uh, mushrooms. I'm just yeah. in the desert talking to a coyote. have questions or topics for the show, call 816-535-1094 and leave a voicemail. Or reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. If you enjoyed this show, first rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your review helps the podcast robot suggest this show to other listeners. 
Second, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Patrons of the show get access to exclusive after-show material. Several levels of support are available. Visit patreon.com slash uncleweepy for details. Thank you.